Hey y'all, I'm Taylor DeHaze. I'm obsessed with all things business and fitness. I left my career as a TV reporter, followed my dreams, and created a multiple six-figure online coaching business in just one year. Now I'm sharing my strategy with you. Oh, and we'll keep it real, discussing mindset, money, and hardship to help you build the life of your dreams. So grab a cup of coffee and get cozy. Again, welcome to the Tailored Living Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. We are live. Hello, hello. All right. Haley is here. Haley's joining me, guys. Y'all know her. She is my assistant coach, one of them. And we just thought in the spirit of a new year and new me BS that you guys are hearing, I want to talk about some weird diets. Oh, yes. I'm excited for this. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to find some diets that I myself had not heard of and hopefully Haley hasn't heard of. And then also just some diets that we've heard time and time again, and we're going to kind of go through them and just explain why they're BS, why you should not do them. And then at the very end, we'll kind of give you some solutions for what you should do um, as you guys are embarking maybe on a new fitness journey or um, just to kind of help you out along the way. So um, I'm just kind of going to run down this list. We're going to start with some that you've probably have heard, have heard of, but first I want to say have you seen the whole like new year, new me hype yet on Instagram? Have you seen that start to happen? Uh, yes, I have. <laughs> yes, I have. Okay. What, what have you seen so far? I feel like a lot of people are reflecting on their 2020 and with COVID happening this year, a lot of people, you know, were sitting at home and not really doing much. And I think that a lot of people have, um, wanted to make this year like their year to lose the weight that they've gained with the whole COVID-19. Um, so yeah, I, I think that people are looking for the best fixes and quick fixes to lose that weight. So, um, yeah. I, so it's funny, you know, normally I see a lot of like juice cleanses or detoxes. That's typically what floods my, my uh, feed, but I've kind of noticed that I think I've just filtered those people out. <laughs> and now oh, I'm, yeah. see, I'm not really <laughs> seeing anything. So um, anyway, we'll go ahead and kind of dive in because I know that as a coach yourself and me, you know, a lot of times, whether it be new year or not, we'll get a client that comes to us and, and they'll say, you know, Hey, I lost a lot of weight doing X, Y, Z. And in my head, I'm like eye rolling, you know, and oh, totally. get it. So, so, like I said, some of these you will have heard of, and some of these you probably have tried, and maybe you've thought about trying, and we're going to try and dissuade you from that. So let's start with one that I think everybody has heard of at this point, and that is the keto diet. Yes. Um, it's a very popular diet. Yes. Very popular. <laughs> the idea that, you know, it's, it's high fats, low, low carbs. Um, the carbs that you're eating are pretty much coming from like veggies. So, um, it's not like, Oh, I ate like a ton of red meat and then I had a cookie. So that's keto. That's not really what we're saying. Um, right. but, but the idea, you know, I want to say the reason that people think that works is because, guys, you're cutting out an entire food group, right? So if somebody decides they want to go keto, they probably have poor eating habits as it is. 
So in order to go keto, that means you have to cut out the soda you've been drinking. You have to cut out the Cheetos that you have with your lunch every day. You have to cut out the uh, pizza that you have at night. So is it is it the fact that you went keto or is it the fact that you just eliminated a huge portion of your diet, right? So, I mean, what it, what is your take? Like when's the last time you've heard about somebody trying a keto diet? Oh my gosh. I feel like I hear from a lot of people. I mean, I used to... I used to work at a dental office and, um, I had a coworker that was doing keto and, um, she would tell me about like all the things that she would buy for it. And it was like foods that honestly aren't even nutritious, like bacon and pepperoni and cheese and, you know, <laughs> things like that. And it's just like, well, I mean, like, what are you making a pizza? Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like th- there's just, I feel like people stray on the keto diet to, they want to eat yummy foods. So they're not going to eat vegetables necessarily. They're going to resort to eating more butter and more cheese and, you know, higher fat, yummy, delicious foods that aren't nutritious. And so, I mean, cutting out a whole food group like carbs. I mean, if you think about it, like you can't even, you, could, you couldn't even eat a banana or an apple. Like that has like 25 carbs in it. So like, that's what, like half of your carb intake for that day. Cause Keto is like 20 to 50 grams of carbs a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, I'm not going to go in the weeds of like if keto could be a good solution for some people because there is, there is a little bit of research out that states that some women in their older ages actually can benefit from a keto diet with hormone reparation. Now that is likely not anybody listening right now. Right. (laughs) So I'm going to just preface that by saying, yeah, I said that give me the gold star, but listen, don't do keto. Um, but yeah, you're, you're not wrong. It's, it's always, it's always the coworkers that, you know, you see the coworker that brings like crap food every day. And then one day they're like, I'm going to do keto. Cause they think, Hey, yeah. I can do this. I can eat a lot of fatty foods. But, but guys, if you're cutting out fruits and you're cutting out all of these macronutrients or this one macronutrient rather, what is going to happen when you bring it back in? So keto it's out. It's not one we're, we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, Zero sugar, Haley. Do you want to do you want to take the lead on the zero sugar diet? Oh my gosh, I've done it myself. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah. Like five years ago, when I thought that sugar was my problem, and that was how I needed to lose weight was just to cut out all the sugar in my diet. <laughs> oh my gosh, I I can't even tell you. I feel like a lot of people have tried the no sugar diet in hopes of losing weight and to take out sugar from your diet. That means that you are taking out fruits, um, vegetables, um, things that you enjoy like coffee creamer, um, everything like that. I mean, it's just a no sugar diet. Basically you're just setting yourself up for an eating disorder at that point too. Like it, it comes down to, um, I, I, I mean, Taylor, you take the lead on this. (laughs) So my take with like, uh, the no sugar diet is I think that in, it really perpetuates the idea that food is good or bad in my opinion. Um, and also it goes against with 
the whole rule that like, guys, sugar is naturally occurring in so many things. It is one thing to say like, hey, I might avoid foods that have like added sugar, right? But sugar is in zucchini. Sugar is in obviously fruit. And if you are eliminating macronutrients or sweet potatoes, right? Like sugar is found in a lot of things that we consume on a daily basis. And I always, I'll have clients where let's say we're reverse dieting and they're eating you know, higher carbs or something, they'll say, Hey, my sugars are kind of high, but I'm eating healthy foods. What's going on? I'm like, well, listen, if you're eating 200, 300 carbs a day and you're eating fruit and sweet potatoes and things like that, like your, your sugar is going to be a little high. I know you're not eating, you know, pop tarts, but, um, which is fine too. But my point being like sugar is occurring in everything. Our bodies produce insulin, like our bodies produce sugar, like sugar is not the enemy. And I think it's time to just like nip that one in the butt anyway, because if you go into a diet of any kind thinking, I am going to restrict this you're, you're essentially setting yourself up for a binge. And to me, that is why the no sugar diet does not work is not really, there's just no point, right? Sugar is not linked to obesity, eating an abundance of calories and shitty food options is what's linked to obesity, you know? Right. Um, Right. So the sugar that is making you fat, it's the excess of calories. (laughs) Right, right, right. So the next one, and this is one of my, everyone knows about the Whole30 diet. I, this one cracks me up only because it's not that I think the diet itself is awful. It's the fact that every time somebody (laughs) tells me about it, it's always, I love the Whole30 diet. I do it four times a year. And I'm like, bro, (laughs) if it works so well, why, why have you done it 12 times? Right. I'm sorry. Obviously, obviously, if you're only doing it four times a year, it is not sustainable. Well, and like, I just don't, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to leave this one there. Like, I really have nothing to add other than like, listen, there's nothing wrong with, you know, the idea of, of kind of the perception of whole 30. Like I kind of see where they're going. Like if we say whole 30, people will stick to like, you know, plant sources and wholesome ingredients. And it kind of, you know, helps people build better meals, proteins, fats, carbs, whatever. But at the same time, you're cutting out a lot of carbs. You're cutting out a lot of things. I mean, I'm not, I forget what all is excluded, but I mean, I don't want to eat nothing. You just like beans and plants and like, I, want I, I don't even think that beans are allowed. I don't think. Are they not allowed? allowed? I thought I they were so. allowed. No. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I don't so. Know. What what does that fall under though? I'm looking this up right now because I have to know what the whole 30 approved food list is because I for whatever reason thought that they were on there, but I'm apparently wrong. So this is why no, I, I don't think that beans um or legumes or That's right. Grains, no, you are right. I knew right? grains. Grains, you're, yes, hundred percent for grains. No dairy. Um, no dairy. I'm actually I'm actually downloading the program right now. Um actually no, I have to sign up to do that. Um, that's hilarious. And then like, oh man, I wish I had like a recipe or something. Um, whole 30, you guys, this isn't letting me download anything. Um, no, you are right. And I know that you can't eat. Can you eat oats at all? No, I don't right? think so because that's a grain. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any carb you can eat? Oh man, I don't know. I, Other than uh, like fruit, wait, can you even eat fruit on Whole Thirty? 
I think you can. I want to say that you can, but I'm I'm not 100% so sure. I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking at recipes. I'm looking at Whole30 recipes, and I'm seeing spaghetti squash. I'm seeing mushroom stuffed beef. I'm seeing <laughs> some garlic smashed potatoes with with prosciutto onions and pine nuts, which okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm not seeing oats. Yeah. I'm seeing sweet potatoes. I got nothing. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, so no beans is what I've learned from this. I was mistaken on that. But either way, my point with Whole30 is that I get the idea of Whole Foods. Okay, cool. However, let's not cut out carbs, guys. Like that just doesn't seem like a good idea um, of any kind. Because like I said, it's 30 days. It's very restrictive. And I've also noticed these recipes are high maintenance. Like, and everything I read was like very high maintenance. Like, oh, I'm not going to be making some mashed potatoes with prosciutto on a daily basis. So, <laughs> um, no. All right. So let's get into some like weird ones that some of you might have heard of. Some might be a little silly, but this isn't really a diet necessarily. But I see a lot of people that opt for meal replacement shakes thinking that that is an ultimate ticket to weight loss. Yeah. Yeah. And that goes also hand in hand with like juice cleanses, you know, having, having your diet just be a liquid diet. That that's just, I I don't know how people even think that that's the best way to go. Well, and here's the thing. So people assume that a meal replacement shake is going to lead to weight loss. And it typically does at first because, again, when you go into a dieting mindset and you're like, you know, in day one, day two, day three, you're very all in and you're likely cutting out food from something else. Like, let's say your breakfast was always two donuts at the office and you're like, all right, January one, I'm starting this meal replacement shake thing. And then you start drinking a a protein shake in the morning or whatever. That's likely going to help you, but it's not because it was a shake. It's because you stopped eating two donuts every day. Right. Right. So not to mention over time, you're going to get hungrier because you're likely not putting enough in your shake or you're putting too much and I've seen people gain weight from this whole thing because they will add like banana, peanut butter, more fruit, juices. Avocado. Yeah. yeah, avocado. And I'm like, yo, bro, you just made like a thousand calorie smoothie. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm actually somebody that never drinks protein shakes um, unless it's like a scoop of protein after the gym or something. But like I do not make shakes. I like eating solid food. Me too. 100%. Like, like, that's all I got to say about that. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's get into some weird ones. So cabbage soup diet. Haley, give me your take on this. Did you hear? Did you know about this one before? I, I did not until you told me about it. And it's very surprising that you would substitute your meals with cabbage soup. That just, that just sounds awful. I don't, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> But but you do get an addition. Don't you get to have like a, like a real meal as well, but it has to be like super low calorie or something like that. Um, possibly. Yeah. Like one or two other meals or something like that. Um, yeah, I've, so I've heard of this one, but I actually don't know anybody that's ever done it. I I think it's a little, I think it might be a little dated, but it also wouldn't surprise me. Um, but yeah, the cabbage soup diet is when you essentially eat 
cabbage soup for all of your meals. Um, basically, if I were like, hey, Haley, for your next, like, you know, for the for next week, breakfast, lunch, and dinner is going to be one piece of bread. That's it. Just one piece of bread. I think I'd rather eat that than the cabbage soup. <laughs> I would too, but you would still lose me. Um, right. So I, I got nothing. All right. The next one. This one's so stupid to me. The five bite diet. Oh, oh my gosh. Like I, 10 bites a day. That That's all you get. <laughs> but like how – okay, so I don't think you've had them yet, but like those West Coast Confection brownies that I post about sometimes, if you guys haven't seen them, West Coast Confection makes these like half pound – actually, they're like full pound – these brownies that are crazy. And the husband and wife duo, when they do their taste testing, the wife takes like a huge ass bite and they always joke because she can eat like – a quarter of this giant ass brownie in one bite. And so my question is with that inspiration in mind, how big can my bites be? And what am I eating bites of? <laughs> like, right. because, because I will take five bites of that brownie. Like, right. will I lose weight or nah? You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I don't think it limits you to eat specific foods. I think it's, isn't it a diet that you can eat anything? You can eat but anything, have, Haley. Yeah, right? You can eat anything. Five bites. But <laughs> only five. <laughs> I mean, so you skip somebody... breakfast. You skip breakfast and then you have your lunch and you eat five bites of, you know, your sandwich or a slice of pizza or something like that. And great. I mean, you got to eat something delicious, but you only get five bites. <laughs> I don't know how satisfying that really is. I mean, this is just weird. Like, who? I just can't even imagine. This is like, I, I got nothing on this one. It's just silly to me. Um, so silly. <laughs> and then, okay, let's talk about T-toxes because I really do still see Fitzbo's, um advertising tea, like different skinny teas, T-toxes, whatever. Um, oh, I'm pretty sure I tried one five years ago too, thinking that that yeah. was my solution. No sugar, T-toxes. <laughs> All the things that all the uh, professionals have said that help with weight loss. It's right, all mis- right. misleading information for sure. Um, so the tea toxes, you guys, one ingredient that is in most of the teas that will advertise as like a detox is sienna and that is essentially a diuretic so the whole idea of a detox is like you lose weight whatever but it's essentially because you were literally shitting all the time and like that is not good for your gut microbiome that is not good for you in general that is going to dehydrate you like a detox is not a good thing and also like just because you pooped a lot that is not weight loss like what do people like what is happening oh my gosh like retweet just because you pooped doesn't mean oh my god who let me record this podcast you would absolutely lose plenty of weight if you pooped five times a day (laughs) oh my gosh I'm crying. I'm actually crying. God, this is like a this is a theme for me. I just like cry laugh at every podcast I record. Um, okay, we're gonna move on from detoxes, but just like don't fucking do it. Like, just don't be a fucking idiot and don't do a detox. Okay, this one 
kind of annoys me because I noticed that this got popular last year with several people that I follow and I'm not going to call anyone out because I'm not a dick, but baby food diet, y'all. Oh man. Oh man. Did you see I it too? Seen it. Oh, I have seen it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. I, I think I've mostly specifically seen it with competitors and uh-huh. that, that, yeah, eating baby food, eating like the macaroni and cheese microwave. I think you microwave them and it's like considered baby food, but yet it's so low calorie. Yep. Um, yeah. And those cheese puffs, like the fake cheese ball Cheeto things. <laughs> Seen those too. Yeah, for sure. So basically it's just the idea that if you eat baby food, it's a lower calorie option and thus you will – lose weight because you're still eating meals, but you're eating literally infant portions. So, you know, it's funny. I was actually talking, one of my girlfriends, Maggie, maybe she'll listen to this and, and, uh, whatever, I'm gonna give her a shout out. Um, so she, she competes, I competes, whatever. Um, and we were talking about how during prep and Haley, maybe you can relate because you guys, Haley has also competed in bikini shows. When, when prep gets really nitty gritty, I have, I have actually been known to use baby spoons for for certain things. Oh my gosh. Yes. I did that too. (laughs) Okay. So looking back, like that's a problem. Like it's silly to laugh at, but I'm like, okay, the fact that I'm using a baby spoon to make food last is like so sad. But my my point is I was never eating baby food. I just had a baby spoon. (laughs) Same. (laughs) And, and we were just talking about about baby spoons one day and how like that is such a prep mindset. And so, but you know, the the problem with the people that are promoting it is they were not in prep themselves, right? So it wasn't right. only competitors. It was like competitors in their off season that were buying baby Cheeto puffs and stuff. And like, look, I don't care if you say it sounds good or like tastes fine. I don't give a shit. That is perpetuating a, an eating disorder. Absolutely. Oh my like, gosh. Please do not baby. buy a baby. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why it's called baby food. It's specific to babies <laughs> and their calorie needs. Yes. Yes. Um, so anyway, just don't do that. All right. The last one, the last one, and this is the weirdest one. And I really have no <laughs> words for the werewolf diet. Do you want to like, before you knew what this was, what did you like think that it would be? Like, take a guess at just what you thought it might be. <laughs> oh my gosh. I honestly I like, thought it might it, be like a meat only diet. Oh, that makes sense. Honestly. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I don't know. It, it honestly sounded, sounded kind of scary to be honest, like <laughs> werewolf diet. Um, I guess a meat eater, like <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I said that too soon. Now Haley can't think of what she thought. Yeah, no, I don't know. I didn't really know what it would even be like just because I feel like that's such a weird diet to even exist. But So let me just explain, guys. This is essentially where you eat based on the cycles of the moon. Um, so the example that the article gave that I found this on said – it would be like fasting with juice for 24 hours during a full moon and then not eating after 6 p.m. during other moon phases. So, like, am I supposed to track the moon cycles to know when to eat? Like, I can barely keep up with, like, my cycle, you know? Right. 
right? Yeah. <laughs> the womanly cycle. I don't know. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Wait, that's a great diet. We're going to call it the period diet. You can only eat on your period. Right? <laughs> yeah. And all other, you can't eat any other times unless no. it's like liquid. All liquid yeah. and then you can eat on your period. Whatever you want, once a month, whatever you want for a full week, but you can't eat any any other time. The saddest thing is that could actually be a thing. I'm sure. I know, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Guys, don't do that. Please don't do that. No, do not. No. Um, there were okay. some other weird ones. I, I was looking at an article and I saw that there was a cotton ball diet. Did you see that one? Wait, let me guess what that is. Let me guess what that is. Let me guess. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Well, first, does it involve an actual cotton ball? Yes. Okay. Do you put the cotton ball in something and like it absorbs the liquid and then you like suck the liquid out of the cotton ball and that's all that you can have? You're very, very close. Damn! Oh my god! I'm so excited. I love these games. Except, I love these games. Except, except you don't suck it out of the cotton ball. You eat the actual cotton ball. Oh my god. <laughs> Like, how does, oh, I don't even have words for that because it's just like, how does I, one think that that is healthy? How? I hate myself for being so close. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm, I honestly, like, I'm kind of impressed with my brain right now. Um, okay. Well, guys, just don't do that either. What the hell? Um, do not do that. Oh, man. What else did you find that was weird? Oh my gosh. Um, what was another one? I wonder if I saved any. <laughs> I didn't see it. I didn't see any else. I'm sure I did. But like there's nothing else I can think of that is really like drastic. Um, what about the tapeworm diet? <laughs> well, that's where you eat a tapeworm. Yeah. And then the tapeworm. You hope your- the tapeworm <laughs> eats all your food. That yeah. sounds fucking psycho. That's disgusting. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's, that's just out of the question. <laughs> Um, beauty sleep diet. I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, it says one of the worst things you can do for your health is to turn yourself into sleeping beauty to lose weight. The sleeping beauty diet involves taking a sedative to sleep around 10 hours a day because when you're sleeping, you're not eating. <laughs> wow. So sleep more and you won't eat. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess sleep more. That way you don't eat more. Mm-hmm. Very logical. So let's. I mean, I did that during prep for sure. I definitely did that during prep, but. <laughs> oh, I mean, that makes sense. You're just trying right. to. Yeah, I get that. Um, so, you know, going into 2021, I just really wanted to laugh at some crazy diets, but also some are, are not so crazy because apparently they are out there and they exist. So, um, mm-hmm. Just make sure, guys, that when you are going into a new program protocol, if it sounds too good to be true, it is. And I can't put enough emphasis on either just really doing your homework, doing your due diligence, remembering that if it is extremely restrictive, cutting something out, that is a sign to run the other way. If you hire a coach that suggests you do any of these things, 
please fire them immediately. Um, and that's all I have for you guys. Haley, do you have any like last minute tips? Um, I would just say, I mean, if you're looking to lose weight come the new year, absolutely choose something that is going to be sustainable long-term. Like if you're going to choose a diet that like we've talked about restricts you from eating food groups and certain foods that is not going to be sustainable long-term and you're going to give up on it shortly after. I agree. I agree. I always tell my clients, you know, uh, when you're, when you're talking about ways to create a sustainable way of eating, living, all of that, are you having to sacrifice your social life? If the answer is yes, it's not for you. Are you having to sacrifice your livelihood? If the answer is yes, it's not for you. Could you see yourself doing this in 18 months? If the answer is holy shit, no, it's not for you. So anything that is identified as a 30 day, this 60 day, that 90 day, this, it is not for you. Um, so yeah, be smart going into 2021. Do not do anything that I would not do. (laughs) That's really my best advice for you. Um, and we will catch you guys next time. I want to give you a virtual high five for finishing another episode of the Tailored Living Podcast. If you're looking for a community of badass go-getters to bounce ideas and answer questions, join my exclusive goal-getter community on Facebook. The link's waiting for you on Instagram. Until next time, bye y'all.